guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about a recent spontaneous trip I made to Paris, France. And if you follow my personal Instagram, you had the great luxury and uh, pleasure of getting constantly spammed every day uh, by me. And uh, yes, I know everyone was thinking, Shannon, we get it. You're in Paris. You're living your best life. And I just went crazy. I was just so excited to be there. I just couldn't stop taking pictures. And then when I had free time, just posting them like all in one go. And so a lot of my friends did ask me, you know, why did you go to Paris? How was Paris? And today, I want to talk about Paris in more depth because usually when I'm catching up with my friends, I don't really go into all of the nitty gritty about Paris, my thoughts about Paris, why I like it, what I did in Paris. And I actually got a lot of people reaching out asking me for Paris recommendations. So if you want any Paris recommendations, I'm happy to give those because I can't, I just can't shut up about Paris. So if you want to get me in a good mood, ask me about Paris. Ask me for recommendations. I'll show you pictures. I have a whole like photo album. It's, it's, it's a lot. Um, so yeah, well, thank you for bearing with me. If you did go through those few days of just Paris photos, um, I was so excited to share those. I love sharing those. I love taking those. And um, it was the best three days I've had in a really long time. So where do I start? I want to start with my very first Europe trip ever. And this was when I was in middle school. So back in middle school in Texas, I studied French. And this was a requirement for all of us, um, like seventh and eighth graders. I think actually in sixth grade, sixth grade too. Yeah. So in middle school in general, we all had to take either Spanish or French. And at the very end, aka eighth grade, we could choose to opt in for this Europe and like excursion trip, which is basically a bunch of people would go to Madrid, Spain, and then Paris, France. So I took French in middle school and then I opted in. I begged my parents to let me go on this amazing trip. I had never been to Europe at this point. Um, so I, you know, signed up for this trip and a bunch of us kids and some of our really patient French and Spanish instructors, they take us to Madrid, Spain, and Paris, France. And I just remember that being one of the best summers of my life. Or actually, I should say that I think that was actually spring break, not summer. But the point is, that was one of the most fun trips ever. It was just like my first like experience in Europe in general. And every single day was so packed with fun things. It was just like you're drinking from a fire hose of just... You're bombarded with a lot of beautiful sights, 
cultural tourist attractions, learning about, you know, how the different neighborhoods, R&Ds, Mons, transportation, work. You're getting your first exposure to French food. So it was just a lot of fun. It was just every day felt like a true adventure. And I just left that trip just thinking that Paris was just such a fun, such a fun and exciting city. And I just knew that I had to go back. Well, I wouldn't really have the opportunity to go back until like many years later when I was after after college. So after college, I decide to go back to Paris by myself. And this was a long weekend and I had found a good deal. So I go back by myself and I'm just exploring the city, walking around and just taking it all in. And there's a lot. And this is another reason why I love cities, which is it's just so easy to walk around and explore and just go on your own little adventure. So something about me as a side note is I love a sense of adventure. And perhaps this is a double-edged sword. I love a sense of adventure. I love keeping things interesting. And so sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to sit still. I get antsy pretty easily. And then anyway, so whenever I go on a solo trip, I love going to cities that are easy to walk around, that are easy to just transport myself around. And it's like easy to just find like a mixture of different things to do. So I like a mixture of walking around, seeing the different cultural sites, taking pictures of those, like taking it all in. It's really beautiful. And I think very, it sounds cheesy, but whatever, like very awe-inspiring to see these big, famous, historical things up close. And it's like, wow, like, you know, I'm finally seeing the Lark de Triomphe or like, oh, that's the uh, Eiffel Tower, you know, or that's like the Louvre, you know, it's kind of like, oh, these are all the different like cultural famous sites that you can see in a city and then you just like catch them all like Pokemon. Um, so it's really fun to just walk around on your own little adventure and just see all of them. And then on top of that, it's so fun to just just see how beautiful the city is. Like you really get a sense of the personality of a city by walking around by yourself and seeing the different little cafes, the restaurants, the little, you know, other kind of like stores, all kinds like bookstores, grocery stores, clothing stores, brands that I never saw or heard of before and different like all kinds of different little stores and they're so cute. And so anyway, that one trip I took just was too short and it happened to be a really fun trip because I posted on my Instagram story that I was in Paris and then I saw that one of my other girlfriends, she was in Paris at the same time. So of course I message her, we meet up, I meet up with her other friends and we all hang out that one night at this like underground wine bar that looked like a cave. And that was so cool. 
And so we got sangria. We just all like just were chilling and hanging out. Then we ended up going back to a friend's apartment. And this was a local Parisian. So she invited us over. I saw my first Paris apartment like up front and close. And they were going to a hall. Oh, so this was around Halloween. So then they went to a Halloween party afterwards. But I had to go back to New York the next day. It was a really short trip. And basically, I was like, you know what, guys? I'm calling it a night. So I went back to my hotel and just slept early, woke up early, walked around the Champs-Élysées. And at that point, I didn't really know a lot of the really famous local restaurants. So I went to like one of the chain bakeries on the Champs-Élysées and I got a croissant. And I remember thinking, wow, this is the best croissant I've ever had. It was so good. It was like so crispy, so buttery. Inside there was like this raspberry filling and on top of it, there are these rose petals. I was like, whoa, this is like a fancy croissant. So anyway, I was like just loving it. And then I went back home to New York. And ever since then, I was like, that was just such a fun, really, really short, spontaneous solo trip. And that was my very first taste of a solo international trip. And I was like, you know what? It made me feel more comfortable to go back to Paris by myself because I knew the basics of um, some of the neighborhoods and where a lot of the things were. So then fast forward to last summer, and I did talk about this in another episode called Why Solo Traveling is Life-Changing. And I talk about this you know, Europe trip I did with my girlfriends. And this was truly, and I'm going to say it again, one of the best summers of my life. And it was just so fun exploring these cities together with my friends. So many fun experiences that I never thought or I never could have imagined us having together and just taking it all in, the different types of cities. You know, we started in Paris, then we went to some cities in Italy, and the cities in Italy were very different. They were, you know, Positano. Um, oh, man, I forgot the name that the one that starts with an S. Sorrento, if that's the name of the city. And we went to Amalfi Coast. We went to Capri. It was so different. It was very like island vibe. It was very like in the country. There were all these mountains. All like our Airbnb was this like very gorgeous. Um, I want to say like white. How do I describe it? Like white building on a mountain. And there were all these like little uh, stairways made of these rocks. And we would have to like walk everywhere along these like stone paths, climb all these stair uh, stairs. And there was a lot of walking, a lot of stair climbing. And I think we all like, we got the most exercise we've ever gotten, at least for me, in that time in Italy. So it was a very different vibe. And I really like checking out different vibes of these different places. But as a very, very city girl, my favorite city in this entire Europe trip was still Paris. Like I said, like the reason why I love Paris is not just because, you know, I've been there a few times. I had this kind of, I started to kindle this small romance with it. And it had a really special place in my heart. 
But on top of that, I just love that it's so easy to get around. It's so livable. It's so easy to hop into the subway. It's so quick and so efficient. It's not like the New York New York subway system, which is probably the worst subway system I've ever been in. But like, I know that sounds very like ungrateful because I'm grateful that New York has a subway system to begin with. Like surprisingly, most cities in the US don't even have a subway system. And I just know that I I can't, I just don't think I would be happy living in a city without very efficient public transportation. So anyway, Paris's transportation system is great. The buses are also great, even though they're really packed and not as comfortable as the subways. But it's also so easy to like bike, walk around. It's so walkable and it's just so beautiful. You know, you walk around and even like the apartment buildings are just designed in a way architecturally that look pretty. And I'm trying to be more sophisticated in how I describe it, but it's like somehow like very culturally relevant feeling. They have all these like intricate designs. Sometimes you see little windowsills with like plants and ivory hanging out. It's just, it's just very different, you know? And it's like a very special treat to walk around and feel like even the most mundane things are just so uniquely and thoughtfully designed. And you also don't see like the regular trash bags on the street or like street rats. It just feels so much cleaner. And especially if the weather's great, the sun's shining on you, you just feel like you're walking in this wonderland. And you, of course, like I said, can walk around, explore the different you know, ruse the different avenues and see all the different unique local shops. And it's just so fun. And as a single girl just traveling around, I felt very safe. And the food, oh my gosh, like I can't shut up about the food. There's something very, very special about how French cuisine is. It's just so like flavorful, very rich, but it's not too heavy. It's not like your fried Southern food in the US. It's not like you eat a bite and then you're completely full. Like some of my favorite dishes are bone marrow, which is such such a rich and delicious like appetizer. You put it on this toasted baguette and it's great. It's much better than butter, in my opinion, even though I love butter. I love like beef bourguignon, which is this really rich and savory and filling beef stew. I love, I also like the classics like escargot. I love um, pate. I love, oh, I love foie gras. And I really love their lighter dishes like bula base, which is this really like rich and flavorful like fish stew, but it's not like a, it's not like a soup. It's like this more, it's like a thicker stew. 
And I also like exploring the different like fancier restaurants. And I'm not like a like Michelin star like food connoisseur in a sense, but even like the prefix menus are more affordable in in Paris. To give you an example, you would go into a Michelin star restaurant in Paris and it would be like 69 euros and you would have this amazing experience. They always give you some free, like what they call amuse bouches, which are like these free little appetizers and they're very thoughtful and fun and creative. And then you start with your like first course um, and then of course you go through the other courses, like generally at least three courses. But a lot of these places have like two dessert courses. So you, in a sense, have four courses. And the desserts, oh my gosh, I I can't even describe how amazing the French do their desserts. Just like they're not that heavy, they're not that sweet. And I think it's really hard to make desserts good without being overly sweet or overly like oily and rich. So, I mean, that's my preference. I don't really like this overly sweet like crazy, like, oh, after one or two bites, you feel like you're in this sugar rush. But the way that they do their desserts is incredible. So anyway, the food is great. And there's such an amazing range of restaurants you would go to. You would go to a local local restaurant and it's so highly rated on Google. And you can get the classics like beef bourguignon, like foie gras, like bone marrow, And it's very affordable. All of those courses together could be like 50 euros. And then wine there is very cheap too. It's like eight euros. And in New York, we're so used to like a glass of wine being like 20 bucks. And it's crazy. But the wine there is great. The food there is more affordable. And so much character to each of the neighborhoods there. My favorite neighborhood in Paris is Saint-Germain. And this is like, if you think of Paris like a circle, there's the Seine, which is like the big famous river going in the middle. I love to live south of the Seine. And I'm not like a Paris history expert, but I think the south of the Seine is relatively new. I mean, if you guys know Paris better, feel free to DM me and let me know if that's wrong. But basically, like, the Saint-Germain area is south of the Seine, and it's really close to this other section called the Latin Quarter. And this is, like, the equivalent in New York would be, I think, like, West Village. There's just a lot of new stores, a lot of great new restaurants, And a lot of really great cafes. Oh, and another thing is the cafes in Paris are so much better than the cafes in New York. And I think this is another reason why it's so fun to walk around. Because I think in Europe in general, people really value leisure and relaxation and enjoying life a lot more, which is why they put so much emphasis on the food being good and affordable. But basically, you can go to a cafe. And of course, you can order like coffee, tea, pastries, 
other savory foods. And you can just like oftentimes just sit outside and watch people, like people watch. They have tables outside on these cute little cobblestone paths and you can just relax like after work, go to the cafe, grab a glass of wine or a coffee if you want, just hang out with a friend or a date and just people watch. And it's so relaxing. Like there's not the rush or the sense of urgency like they have in major cities like New York. And so one of my favorite things is walking around, seeing the cafes, walking into a cafe myself and just, you know, if I have time, which I often do, I sit on the like sidewalks and I just people watch and it's just so relaxing. So that's another great thing about Paris. So anyway, recently I decided in my one week of just freedom before I started a new job, I went to Paris spontaneously and I called, you know, some of my friends. I called my dad. I was like, is this crazy? And they're like, well, you know, you should go for it because, you know, I'm sure I've done spontaneous things like this in the past. And they were like, this is characteristic. So I decided to book my ticket like one or two days before. And then I immediately went to Paris like uh, Tuesday night. And basically, there's this one airline called French B that goes to Paris every night. And so then you arrive the next day at noon, which is perfect. And so I arrived Wednesday at noon. I remember the trip starting off a little bit rough because I walk into, you know, onto the plane. And for some reason, I got this upgrade. I don't even realize that I booked this like nice seat that could just fully recline into this bed position. But it was like the very first time I was able to like fully recline my seat and have that like premium experience. So I was really excited. But so I go to my seat and I just throw all of my stuff, like my coat, my bags, like my other things, like my phone onto it. And then I remember like sitting in my seat, settling in. And all of a sudden I couldn't find my phone. And I was like freaking out. Because I was like, I needed my phone to get onto the plane. So I was like, I definitely had it like five minutes ago. Where on earth was my phone? I immediately was like scrambling. The person next to me was like really nice. And he was like, oh, are you okay? I was like, oh no, I think I lost my phone. And he was like, oh no, like, do you want me to call it? I was like, yes. But of course, because it was late at night, I had like the whole like, um, do not disturb on. So immediately went to my my voicemail. So I'm like, oh no, like I can't find it. So then I talked to the flight attendants and I'm like this frazzled, like crazy person. And they're trying to, you know, get their beverages ready for the people. And I'm like, hello, can you please make an announcement that I lost my phone? Like if anyone found this white iPhone, please, you know, let me know. And they were really nice. And this is another thing, like Paris people and French people, I think in general, are so nice. Contrary to the stereotype that people are very like elitist or snobby towards non-French people, I think there's now a culture shift, at least, 
where after COVID, according to some hypotheses, people are really open and welcoming to like non-French people. So anyway, I've never had a bad experience with French people. They're very understanding that I don't know French and they often can speak some English. So it's great. Anyway, on this airline, the flight attendants make this announcement to the entire airplane and like, I'm just like, oh no, like this trip is starting off on the wrong foot. Like I lost my, my phone, but miraculously I, you know, make the decision to look into the little slot between my seat and my arm rest. And there miraculously, I see this like sliver of a white rectangle. And so long story short, I found my phone and all was good. But I remember after that, I was like, oh my gosh, like Shannon, like we got to get it together because we can't just be losing our phone every five minutes. So then I get to Paris and of course I'm just exhausted because I barely slept on the plane. I just like, for some reason, couldn't sleep. So I get to Paris, like all like, just like in a daze. And I remember forgetting how the subway, like how to get to a bus from the airport. And I was like, wait, I did this before many times or at least once. So I was like running around. I was like, where on earth do I buy a ticket? Thankfully, a person was nice enough to direct me to the right place. I get on the bus. I get off, you know, onto the right subway stop. And then I'm like, wait, where do I find a subway ticket? And I just remember feeling like, oh no, like how come I, you know, am struggling to get around again? But thankfully, I figure it out by talking to some people and I arrive at my hotel, which was this really cute little boutique hotel in the St. German area. And I like, you know, settle down, I take a nap. And thankfully, I had booked lunch and dinner, basically, for all of the days I was in Paris. So I knew that, you know, I was going to go to this restaurant later. So I was excited. But anyway, after that rough start, I proceeded to slowly figure it out, remember how to get around the city. And it was a really great time. You may wonder, well, did you ever get bored or did you ever get lonely in Paris? And I think because there's always so much to see and you can really make whatever you want to make of it on a solo trip. And so one of my favorite things, like I said, was just walking around, exploring the different neighborhoods, the different shops, the different um, like cultural tourist sites. And so every day was a mini adventure. And I didn't really plan it specifically. I wasn't like, oh, at 10 a.m., I'm going to go to the Eiffel Tower or, you know, 2 p.m., I'm going to go to the, like, um, Champs-Élysées. I just sort of, like, winged it and walked all around, like, some of these arrondissements. And it, I did not feel like I was lonely because there was it was always, like, something to do. And I remember feeling like this was the perfect reset I needed to just be completely without worry about the things back in New York. It was just like a mini little, I would say, like, I don't know, a mini, obviously it was a vacation, but just a mini time for me to just be completely engrossed 
in this new world. And every day for lunch and dinner, I had something that I was really looking forward to. Because one of my favorite things is going to the restaurants and enjoying the different food. And this is my, I guess, one complaint about the lunches and dinners. This time I decided to treat myself and I went to these restaurants that had all these different courses. And each meal took like two to even three hours sometimes. And I was like, okay, we got to speed it up. We got to, I, I want to walk around. I got these other like sites I want to visit. And this is the thing about Paris, which is there's so many different sites and like neighborhoods with unique features in them that you can always explore. So I was like, I want to hit this neighborhood. I want to go to that neighborhood for shopping. And then, so every day was like, there was a packed agenda without me even really planning for it in advance. All this to say is it was just three days, two nights, but it was one of the best spontaneous trips I decided to make. And I'm really glad I did. And for anyone who is thinking about doing a spontaneous trip and maybe a little bit hesitant, I would just say go for it because you will surprise yourself with how fun it is to just explore and make your own adventure. It's like one of those, you know, choose your own adventure types of things. And you'll learn more about yourself, like your ability to get through these random issues. And that's another great thing. It, every time I go on these random trips, I realize that, hey, when worse comes to worse, things will be okay. You'll figure it out. And You'll, of course, come out of it with all these amazing, memorable experiences that you might not have even imagined when you first planned this trip. And um, so, yeah, I can't wait for the next time I go back to Paris. I haven't been to a lot of other major cities. Like, I really want to go to Tokyo. I haven't been to Southeast Asia, like Thailand and Vietnam. And I haven't been to other like major European cities like Amsterdam, which I heard is amazing. But so far, Paris is by far my favorite city. I think every single time I go, there's a part of me that falls more and more in love with this city. It's also become symbolic for me because it's the only city that I've really been comfortable enough to just completely explore by myself. It's like my reset city in a sense. Like anytime I want to just treat myself and have a good time by myself and just relax and be completely by myself in my thoughts, be engrossed in the beauty of this city, I go to Paris. So now it's like a metaphor. It's like my go-to eat, pray, love city. So thanks for listening to this story, guys. Mostly this ramble about how much I love Paris. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And if you aren't already, follow No Plans of Podcast on Instagram. Follow the Spotify to get notified anytime one of these episodes comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>